Welcome to Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm Heidi, certified hypnotist and mindset coach, and in this podcast, I'm breaking down my secret code for midlife success. Are you trying to overcome people-pleasing behaviors, navigating divorce, living in debilitating self-doubt, or something else keeping you stuck? You're in the right place. I know that you're ready to get to the next level of your life feeling happy and fulfilled, so let's get started. Welcome to episode 11 of Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm so excited you're here because I have a great message today on how eliminating one word from your vocabulary can improve your confidence, self-esteem, and communication skills, plus deepen your relationships with others. Do you know the word I'm talking about? Let me give you an example. I was in a Zoom presentation the other day, and the presenter was having internet connection problems. Her poor connection was causing the screen to freeze, and we were missing entire sentences of the presentation. It was becoming a little difficult to follow. After this went on for a bit, one of the participants typed in the chat, Sorry, but I'm having trouble following, so I'm hopping off the call. Do you say sorry a lot? Sorry to bother you. Sorry, can I ask you something? Sorry, can you repeat that? Sorry, I can't come. Sorry, it took me so long. Sorry, I forgot. Sorry, this is late. Sorry, but I have to go. Or one that I laugh at myself a bit when I realize I fell into the sorry trap. If you get to the door at the same time as someone and you're awkwardly deciding who's going to go through the door first, and you start saying, sorry, sorry, like you apologize for being in that space at that time. Or my pet peeve, sorry, I didn't text you back right away. We apologize a lot for things we don't need to be sorry for. There's no need. The participant in the presentation had nothing to apologize for, but her statement made it appear as though she thought she was doing something wrong by choosing to leave the presentation. Do you do this? Stay tuned because I'll give you ways later in the episode to reframe your sorries. In episode 7, I talked about eliminating the word should from your vocabulary. Just like shitting on yourself has the underlying message that you could have done better if you'd only tried harder, over-apologizing also has the same underlying message that you've done something wrong or didn't try hard enough. So sorry, like should, is another word that needs mostly eliminated from your vocabulary. Of course, there's a time and place for saying sorry, but not in the way that we typically use it. Saying sorry has become a habit for many people, and if you're already seeing yourself in what I'm saying, stay tuned. Over-apologizing ultimately undermines your self-esteem, and it changes how you see yourself. It also impacts all your relationships because over-apologizing changes how others see you too. This is what we're talking about in today's episode. I'll share with you why we say sorry too much, how it diminishes communication in both our personal and work lives, and I'll give you tools on how to stop over-apologizing. Do you say sorry too much? Let's dive in and find out the impact it's having on your life. First, what constitutes over-apologizing? 
Over-apologizing is a behavior where a person apologizes excessively or unnecessarily for things that are not their fault or responsibility. It's a component of people-pleasing. Do you apologize when someone is upset, assuming it's your fault? Or do you say sorry if you feel like things aren't just right, like if a meal you cooked didn't turn out perfect? Don't get me wrong. By telling you to stop saying I'm sorry, I'm not condoning to not clear up something you've done wrong. I'm not suggesting that you stop apologizing when you have regret about something you've done or said that was hurtful. Because let's face it, we're human and we're going to say or do something we didn't mean and hurt people on this earth school journey. And it's important to acknowledge mistakes and take responsibility for our actions. But it's also important to strike a balance and avoid apologizing excessively or needlessly. So I'm not saying to stop apologizing when you really have something to apologize for. What I'm saying is to stop using the word sorry when there is nothing to be sorry for. Like I said before, we apologize for things we don't need to be sorry for. There's no need. Why do we say sorry so much? Stay tuned for a short 60-second break, and then I'll tell you what I discovered about why I had this behavior. Are you ready to break free of your defeating patterns, let go of poisonous self-doubt, and live your best life? Join us in our live 90-minute workshops, each focused on a different topic aimed at guiding you to mastering your life. I've taken the struggles clients have shared with me and created a series of workshops aimed at helping you overcome them. Challenges such as chronic stress, procrastination, boundaries, speaking up without guilt, and feeling seen and heard. As your workshop presenter, I'll guide you in uncovering your BS, your blind spots, the blocks that are keeping you from creating the life you want, and I'll teach you practical tools you can implement immediately in your life so you can master the success and happiness you've been craving. Don't let fear and doubt hold you back any longer. Head to my website, masteringmidlifewithheidi.com, and check out the latest live workshop, catch the replays of past workshops, and subscribe to my newsletter so you get all the updates. The link is in the description. Now back to the episode. A therapist once pointed out to me that I took the blame a lot, even when the blame wasn't mine to take. It made me start examining if that was true and what caused me to do it. I don't remember necessarily actually saying sorry a lot, but I did figure out that my people-pleasing thoughts of wanting to be liked and accepted and not disappointing someone was causing me to take the blame, cover up for people, and stay silent. This has the exact same end result of over-apologizing, diminishing our own feelings for the sake of someone else's, or hiding our own truth to keep things calm. Here are some of the reasons I realized I was diminishing myself. Do any of these ring true for you? I wanted to avoid conflict. I was taught to not rock the boat, so I grew into a people-pleaser, not knowing how to navigate conflict. I found it was just easier, and I actually felt safer to take the blame and avoid the confrontation— 
This was a way to maintain harmony in relationships. Over-apologizing or taking the blame was also a way to fit in, be liked, be accepted. Apologizing felt like a way for me to gain acceptance or approval from others, even if I hadn't done anything wrong. I feared rejection, criticism, or the worst for me, disappointing someone. So I took things on that weren't mine to carry by apologizing and overlooking when someone had hurt me. Saying you're sorry can also be a way to avoid being blamed, judged, or punished. It's easy to think that if we take the blame for something, if we beat the other person to the punch, that will avoid negative consequences. So we take on stuff that's really the other person's responsibility, or that maybe we're covering up in ourselves. You might be uncomfortable telling someone something that could be hard to hear, so you preface it with an apology. Maybe you were taught that apologizing was polite and the nice thing to do. You say sorry to smooth things over and keep the peace, to diffuse the tension. Or you have the fear of being judged as bossy or a know-it-all, so you apologize for what you're about to say. Whatever the reason is for your over-apologizing, this behavior has detrimental effects. Maybe you're saying to yourself right now, but Heidi, I'm not comfortable when other people are upset with me, or it's just the way I am. I get it. I've shared before that one of my primary reasons for people-pleasing was to avoid disappointing people. But the ultimate pain of covering up for other people taking the blame, and putting other people's responsibilities on my shoulders to carry was far greater than the short-term temporary pain I might have felt of someone's disappointment. And in the long run, covering up for people and taking the blame caused me health problems both physically, emotionally, and actually even financially. Over-apologizing erodes away at your self-esteem It can cause you to feel guilty and responsible for things that aren't your fault or responsibility and can lead to doubting and losing confidence in yourself. Over-apologizing can also lead to strain in your relationships. People might become frustrated or annoyed with the excessive apologies, which can lead to misunderstandings or conflicts, the thing you may be trying to avoid. It can also cause people to not believe you when you do have to apologize for something. It creates an unhealthy dynamic in relationships where you constantly feel like you have to apologize, and then others come to expect you to take on this role. It can erode trust, and it may actually lead to others taking advantage of you. Over-apologizing can also impact your work life. It can make you appear less confident, and it can chip away at your credibility and authority. Constantly apologizing can make it seem like you aren't sure of yourself or that you're not taking ownership of your actions. It makes you look uncertain and insecure, and it actually interferes with good communication. These can lead to making you appear less qualified for leadership positions or advancement. Over-apologizing can be viewed as insincere or disingenuous and, like I said, possibly making true apologies meaningless. 
Over-apologizing can also be exhausting because it creates a cycle of constant worry about saying or doing something wrong and then feeling like you need to apologize. With all these negative effects of over-apologizing, why do we really do it? Bottom line is, it's a habit. A repeated thought becomes a belief, and a repeated behavior becomes a habit. Both beliefs and habits are stored in your subconscious, which runs 95% of your day. So saying sorry has become a habit just as automatic as putting on your seatbelt or brushing your teeth. You don't even realize you're doing it. Here's the real problem with this seemingly innocent habit. This habit of over-apologizing reinforces negative beliefs about yourself. This happens through a process called neuroplasticity in the subconscious. Neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to change and adapt to experiences. We want this neuroplasticity because it's what allows us to learn. But repeatedly apologizing when you did nothing wrong reinforces that neural pathway in your brain, and then that pathway becomes even more strong and automatic. Your brain begins to associate this behavior, this habit, as part of your identity, hence the feeling we get of, that's just the way I am. And it also solidifies the belief that I'm not good enough, I always mess things up, or I don't deserve to take up space. It becomes a vicious cycle then of apologizing excessively, which reinforces those negative beliefs, causing you to apologize even more. But here's the problem with living with this habit, saying it's just who you are. Apologizing excessively can make you feel like not only are you always in the wrong, but that you are wrong. This leads to feelings of guilt, shame, and low self-worth. The good news is that because of your brain's neuroplasticity, its ability to learn and adapt, you can rewire it to work with you instead of sabotaging you with automatic sorries. This is what I teach my clients to do, rewire their brains and create new neural pathways. If you're interested in what that looks like for you, email me and we'll chat about it. I'll put my email in the episode description. Learning to recognize when an apology is appropriate and when it's not and developing more effective communication skills will help you become more confident and assertive and also create more positive relationships with others. It can also help reduce the stress that was caused by taking the blame for things that aren't in your control or your responsibility. I know this to be true for me. When I've talked to clients about this, they've said things like, I didn't even think people might not take me seriously. And Yes, I do find myself saying I'm sorry when I'm in the way, like I'm not deserving of that space. So I've broken this habit, and I've helped clients overcome it too. And if you're an over-apologizer, if you see yourself in this episode, I would love to help you as well. It's very, very rare now when I say sorry for something where it's not appropriate. The S may start out of my lips on occasion, but I catch myself and reframe it. Or if it does slip out, I've even asked for a redo. For example, 
I'm an emotional person. If you've listened to other episodes, you've probably caught that. And I've caught myself saying sorry for getting teary when I'm sharing something in a conversation because I think I make people uncomfortable. So I've backtracked and actually said, thank you for hearing me or thank you for holding space for me. Doing this really feels so much more calm in my body because I realize when I say sorry for nothing that I'm communicating to myself, to my brain, that I did something wrong. And then I automatically get anxious because my brain's job is to keep me safe. So it puts me and my body on alert for danger when I say sorry. Here are some other reframe examples to help you get started. Sorry, can I ask you something? Could become, are you willing to help me? Sorry, I can't come could become, thank you for inviting me. Sorry, I forgot becomes, thank you for reminding me. And my pet peeve, sorry, I didn't text you back right away, just becomes, thank you for your patience, or just simply reply to their text. If you find yourself jostling for position with someone at the entrance to a store, just try smiling or saying thank you or excuse me. It may not make a difference to the other person, but it will make a difference to your brain and your body because you're sending the message to yourself that you matter too, that you're important. But the real shift in this will come only when you change the deep beliefs you have about yourself that cause you to think you are wrong in the first place and therefore need to apologize. Again, reach out and start the conversation about shifting this for you. The shift, I guarantee, will be life-changing. Has this episode opened your eyes a bit to the amount of times you apologize when no apology is necessary because you've done nothing wrong? Did you relate to saying sorry in certain situations? With your new awareness, will you practice reframing your sorries into something that communicates more clearly what you're wanting to say? I'd love to know your takeaway. If there's anything I've learned from recovering from this people-pleasing habit by changing my beliefs and being more direct in my communication, it's that people like it when you ask for things more directly because it doesn't leave them guessing. Conversations flow more smoothly when I'm not trying to circle around what I really want to say. Confidence and self-esteem increase when you communicate how you feel and what you need without diminishing yourself in the process. This will help you in all your relationships, at home, at work, and with friends. And lastly, the calm you'll feel in your body is remarkable when you stop telling yourself you're wrong. I'll leave you with this quote by F.M. Alexander. He said, People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures. Until the next episode, What future are you creating for yourself with the habits you're making or breaking? Talk to you soon. Thank you for spending time with me today. To continue on your journey of mastering midlife, click the link in the description to download my free guide, 20 Ways to Say No Without Feeling Guilty. See you in the next episode.